0: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open for business 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Moon, happy Friday. Happy Friday it is, my brother. How are you? We're busy here at the uh, DKPS headquarters downtown and uh, having some fun down here. And later on, stay tuned uh, in the Hey Moon segment, because we've got a couple of these people lined up uh, for in-person grilling of number 73
1: i'm ready for
0: it but we're first going to take advantage of 73's awesome experience and knowledge and ask a question that i actually don't think that i've asked you either on or off camera and that's this what does kenny pickett have to do to become the starter in this training camp do you follow me here? Like, what yeah, does he I have know. to do to win the job, to impress the coaches, to impress the head coach?
1: Excuse me, as I uh, belch into the uh, microphone. Uh, i I say this, man. Being a rookie is a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a, it's a whirlwind. But I'll say this about Kenny Pickett, though, too. He's uh, His whole last two years have been a whirlwind, and he kind of embraced that while at Pitt, too, man. I, when he played the University of Tennessee, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I knew his name, heard about him, knew that he could play in all those NNNs, and, and, but I didn't know a whole lot about him. And the year that he had was uh, what his rookie year is going to be also. And I think he handled his his last year at Pitt well. Uh, What does he need to do in camp poise, patience, and just progression every single day? Poise, patience, and progression every single day, DK. He can't get too antsy as far as trying to prove that he's going to be the starter. We know you're going to be the starter at some point in time. It's not an Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love type of situation where Aaron Rodgers is there for a while and he's a future Hall of Famer. There is no future Hall of Famer in front of Kenny Pickett. With that being said, he can't rush the process as far as trying to make plays. He does have to learn quick, though, that – there's a difference between NFL Open and College Open. The anticipation of the passes in which he'll see Mitch Trubisky make, in which he'll see Mason Rudolph make. He has, to, he has to understand those things more than anything else when it comes down to him commanding the field through the air. Throughout the huddle, he honestly, let's be real, he has to show guys he does have confidence. He does if he gets in there and he has a soft voice, if he gets in there and he, you have one of the, the offensive linemen checking him, then it's going to be a problem because I will say this. in some of the, whoa, the whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what does
0: that mean? What does that mean? I don't understand that. What offensive like, linemen checking him,
1: him losing his cool, you know, or him saying, or, or the guys having the ability to be like, Hey man, pick your crap up. Like he has to honestly oh, establish it in front of it's, everybody. I'm um, not in a disrespectful way, but if somebody goes at him, let's, let's go to uh, James Daniels. He seems to be a very sure guy, right? If he got to go at yes. Mason and tell him, hey, pick your crap up or something like that, or, hey, that was dumb, or, hey, why aren't you chasing after the ball If and, and camp as a, run, as a quarterback on an interception? Then if he doesn't say something back to him to let him know, hey, I got you. Even just something as simple as that. To earn their respect because a quarterback can't do much as far as the physicality of camp. That's just true. But make the plays he's supposed to make. If he makes a mistake, hey, guys, my bad. Let's rock out. He can simply go into the huddle, DK, as a young guy. Hey, fellas, let's go kick this defense's bleep. You see what I'm saying? Is dull. Even even in a
0: camp setting, I think that's part of the thing that people that surprises people when they hear yeah. it, and yep. they're not around these things. Uh, you know, the way reporters are, the way the fans that are out there in Latrobe, they can hear what's going on. Is that it's it is about winning and losing drills. Once you get out there, it's not OTAs. It's not mini camp. Right.
1: Every period count. Every eleven on eleven counts. Even for him as a quarterback, the seven on seven versus the defense, it matters as far as his confidence. As far as his poise, as far as his patience on finding the right one, too, DK. Like that's what we're looking for for a guy who's a leader. You don't have to be overly cocky, but the super humbleness, as far as practice goes, I'll be real with you. That don't fly. It doesn't. In in the world of just brute versus brute. Uh, in the world of me versus you, in the in the world of football, the art form of just dogging somebody out, he better walk out there with a big stick, DK. That's what he's. The, the mistakes don't matter. It just don't. Yeah, his
0: no. His his poise reflects in, in my mind from what I've seen at OTAs and mini camp, his and rookie camp. His poise reflects what he just achieved. In, in carrying pit
1: okay. to an ACC
0: yep. championship. So mm-hmm. I like that. Meaning I don't, I don't hear him the way I hear Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph yeah. echoes off the, the uh, nearby yeah. Hills. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to tell mm-hmm. you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and I, I see a lot of the same traits in Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I, Kenny Pickett comes on with the second team, so it doesn't have the same feel. He's he, he's getting he's getting reps, but it, it's it's just all of a sudden you're going out there with a bunch yeah. of sixty somethings that nobody knows who they are, and it's just <laughs> yeah. a different it's a different vibe, right? Yeah. But it is. But here's another component that I feel compelled to throw in there: the head coach mm-hmm. has stressed himself accuracy, and he stressed that whenever Pickett was drafted. Uh, They feel like they can get a lot of things done if the quarterback is accurate. And I realize that sounds like, duh, but there's something to that. And Pickett has been Mm -hmm. accurate. And then you know what else I've noticed? One guy throws a really accurate pinpoint pass, and the next guy comes into the drill and does it like – it, like just like a millimeter more accurate and then the next guy there's there's a lot of that going on so it's not just the mental and the poise but there's also a physical component you have to perform you have to execute
1: you can't get broken by the the day in and day out. That's the thing What training camp does. And and it's also pulling guys out of their comfort zone. As far as going to La Trobe, staying at a dorm room where some guys got millions of dollars and they probably got a posturpedic sleep number that also cools them off at night. No, let's go sleep on this dorm bed and see how comfortable you can get week in and week out day in and day out as far as the performance of practice. And not just that we're going to do meetings all day. Can you handle that stress too? And I'll say this too about coach Tomlin hammering home the accuracy aspect of what Kenny Pickett brings to the table is this if he can just do that one thing meaning sit in the pocket i don't care if it's on air and deliver the ball dk deliver the ball where it's supposed deliver to be
0: deliver the ball we, is the we not yes, it's about execution it's it, it's not okay? about the spectacular and it's not about no. the splash All of the emphasis that I've seen so far in the offseason training with this football Mm -hmm. team and this offense has been simple, basic, precise execution.
1: Yep. And and again, to charge up Matt Canada, because we will uh, not allow anybody off the hook here. Okay, the offense that we assume that he may be running, it may be quick drop off. It may be crossing patterns. It may be play action down the field where he has to be. Accurate. That's why Coach Tomlin, I feel like, is giving us the answers to the test about what we are asking for. Not just for Kenny Pickett or Mr. Bisky or Mason Rudolph, but also from Matt Canada too. Like, hey, look, this is your offense. It better work because I'm drilling my my head coaching point and that's
0: accurate. See we were having this upbeat, positive segment here, and you got to come in and drop the Matt Canada bomb to ruin it all. Just for that, just for that, we're gonna come back after this break and talk about nothing but Matt Canada in the second segment. But it, j- remember that we have some uh, in-person hey moans coming up that uh, that uh, hopefully will be really, really good. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster show as promised slash threatened. Here is our Matt Canada segment to make sure that you go into your weekend on a low note. Um, uh, <laughs> the pressure is on this man. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't believe that there are excuses. I know the disparity in the payroll between the defense and the offense. I know the disparity in the age and the experience. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. also know that these are the types of players that he wants. I also know that these are, the, these are players who have now, in some cases, the young guys, another year of experience. So, you know... What's it going to take, Moan? What's it going to take to impress? here? okay, we'll make it positive. What will it take to impress us from Matt Canada? Um,
1: Efficiency, a method in which you deal down the field, a method in which you uh, operate. And honestly, let's be real, DK, with these three young quarterback relative quarterbacks relatively, uh, how does he cater to them? Because let's let's be real. We can a guy can be a first rounder. Heck, you got a number two overall draft pick. You got a guy that was projected to be a first rounder in your room. Also, okay, the guys that are really competing. No disrespect to the later round kid that was drafted by the Steelers this year either. I don't want to disrespect him, but those three guys are going to get the, the lion's share of the reps. Well, those guys don't have a whole lot of experience on the field either. They just don't. I know Mitch is going through the car wash trying to find his second career, but. If, if if you wanted to go out and get Mitch, then rehab him. Really show us what you're going to do with him. If Mason is still in the room and they know that he has the talent, well, if he is the guy, cater to what he needs. Figure out what offense works for him. You don't have the excuse of, oh, I got an old stuck in his ways quarterback and there's not much I can do. No, that's not the case. If Kenny Pickett does rise to the occasion and become the guy, then what are you going to do, not just for him, but for this team, this offensive line group that you just went and got? These wide receivers that almost any quarterback in the league would love to have, minus a Nuke Hopkins, minus, minus a Devontae I Adams. Mean, there's a few guys you like, yeah, I'll I'd pr- I'd take one of you as long as I can get the other guy over here, okay? But everything that you ever wanted in an offense, DK, you got it. So you got, and we spoke about Coach Tomlin hammering down what? Accuracy from his quarterbacks. Well, look, if those guys are actually on par with that and they are delivering the ball in at the rate that you need them to percentage-wise, efficiency-wise, then if it doesn't work, it has to fall on the OC. Well, what are you calling? When are you calling these plays? Why did you run on second down yes, and, and seven right yes, here? Yes, yes. You, know? you, you
0: used the term efficiency, and when you were playing – one of the, the the dialogues that we'd have and I'd have this with other offensive linemen too and by the way believe it or not I actually at different points in my career have interviewed people <laughs> other than offensive linemen it's just these are the constant references because as as moan can attest that was where I would spend most of my time over in that one corner uh, mm. when i look th- when i look at this offense and i think of its potential and underscoring worked, yep. that i'm not making a prediction here here is you say efficiency, I say rhythm, and when oh, we yeah. talk about rhythm, it was, and that was what a word that came up a lot when you were playing, because when you guys had it all going on in 2017, and it was just pew, 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 right yeah. down the field, yeah. there was no sense for from the other side of what was coming, but yet everything on the Pittsburgh side felt like it was a it was an orchestrated dance step. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we know that this is coming over here. We feel it. Hey, we're back in the huddle. Oh, this other yeah. thing is completely different, but we still feel that, too. Do you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yes. That's no, what, the, what I, this is not a splash offense. It doesn't have splash wide receivers, and it doesn't doesn't have a splash running back. Splash by, I'm talking about splash, like, as in big plays. Deep plays, yeah. Deep plays, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and with that being said, like I said, I, I know the focal point is going to be on you know, those quarterbacks commanding this team. But I I think it's really neglectful for us not to say, you know, whether it's the the quarterback coach coaching them up or whether it's, you know, the running back coach telling, uh, you know, Najee hit the right hole, offensive line coach. But, no, the commander of that offense is Matt Canada. And that's why I'm glad Coach Tomlin is kind of being vocal about accuracy, Uh, you know what I'm saying, about play, challenging those guys. And truth be told, uh, uh, Omar and Kev. You know, the whole scouting department, being able to put three competitive guys, DK, who else in the NFL have three competitive guys at one position that can really start for their team? I look at, OK, let's let's go New Orleans and Andy Dalton. All right. Fine. Fine. That's two. But Let's talk about three guys at that position, along with a future franchise quarterback as far as Kenny Pickett's concerned. I think this is a great recipe for competition and pulling the best out of each one of them. With that being the case, I'll never forgive a coach that doesn't maximize their talent either.
0: Question about that. I mean, this is, it's going to be quite the year in terms of assessing Matt Canada. When we come back, hey, Mo. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time, as always, for our ever popular Hey Moan segment. And delivering Hey Moan today in person is Tammy Moan. She is, oh my, we're <laughs> matching shirts. Look at this. Twins. I, Twins. Hang on a second. Here. Tammy's going to have a yeah. seat here and she's got something for you. Yes. Oops. <laughs> Fall off
1: the chair. Hey Moan. Tammy. How are you? Good. How are you? I, I was saying you What's guys are twins, but you look way better than DK. Don't tell him that until he sees it on on, on the show uh, preview, though.
2: <laughs> so my question for you is, what is the most exciting play you've ever been a part of at any level?
1: Oh, exciting. The most exciting play I've ever been a part of at any level? At any, any level. level. Oh, I'll, ooh, let me see. There, There are so many. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I would almost go to, even though we lost the game, God, you want to talk about exciting? The Dallas Cowboys and Steelers game at Hinesville, where Ben went to the line, told nobody. And I guess this speaks to the chemistry that him and Antonio Brown had at the time. But for him to walk up to the line of scrimmage, guys, uh, he was telling us, spike the ball, spike the ball, hurry, 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 hurry. And we're running to the line of scrimmage, like, let's go. We got to get a play in. Lo and behold, we spiked the ball. And if you look at the the, the, the replay of that, everybody gets to the line of scrimmage as offensive linemen, snap it, and we pretty much just, you know, hold our places. See Antonio Brown and Ben connect on a touchdown play has to be by far one of the coolest, most exciting moments. That's the one that hit me when you asked me most important or most exciting that I ever had. That one really strikes me the most because the eruption from Heinz Field, the excitement of really listen to me. People probably think we lie when we say I didn't know he was going to do that. I had no clue he was going to throw that ball to Antonio Brown and not just make a completion, score a touchdown. Yeah, hands down, one of the most exciting moments I've ever had. Uh, I'll give another just as a bonus because this is a Friday <laughs> and that was a great question, but. I'll never forget the first time I ran out of the tunnel in Hinesville as a starter. The butterflies, the excitement, the focus that you have. Almost any time running out of the tunnel as a starter is a huge, huge achievement. But let's say this, as a starter, oh my goodness, a phenomenal, okay? It was those moments right there, I think, is what guys long for when they're retired, or if they're yeah. injured, or you know, it's it's that moment right there. Then the real work starts when it's play one. But those two moments yeah. just ring out to me. Cool, awesome. Hey, yes, no problem. Thank you very Thank you much for that question. That was awesome. DK is going to get fired. I'm telling you. <laughs> I told her, DK, DK, I told her you are going to get fired, man. You keep giving that microphone
0: up. It's a wrap for you. It's hey, over. hey, Paul. Here, I got one more for you.
1: We got a double bonus. There we go. It's Friday.
0: Yeah, Paul Ogden just walked in another longtime subscriber.
1: What's up, Paul?
2: Mr. Foster, how you doing?
0: You I'm good. Mr. Happy
1: Foster Friday to did. you. I'm
2: happy Mr. Friday. I'm, <laughs> I ran into you. <laughs> I hate to say this. I ran into you at the Wexford Rite Aid one day with your big yeah. black truck whenever you were in town and just uh I think <laughs> you're looking for Halloween candy, but it's all good. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Appreciate uh, your I show. Right and, around uh,
1: the corner from that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: we're just a few we're a little further down off of uh Mingo, so it's all good. Okay. No worries. Yeah, absolutely. Because I so I saw the truck, I looked at the I looked at the spinner. I called my cousin Michelle to say I think I'm next to Ramon Foster's truck <laughs> She's yeah. like go back in I'm like I'm going to go back in to bother That man <laughs> so, yeah.
1: You could I, have I, I just, I'll tell anybody I, if you see me out I'm just a guy you could have said something I, Especially in a moment like I, that I didn't care I, You were looking for Halloween candy I think it was
2: the day before so it was uh, definitely Time to get out of your way but uh, thanks for Saying hi and I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're Well and I'm glad your family's well too
1: Same for you are you still in that area
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. My son. Oh, he's over there. He's a junior. Just graduated. Okay. So uh, we'll be going into senior year and uh, last one out of yeah. the house and just survive soccer. Come on, Mr. Foster.
1: Get him out Come of on. here. There
2: we go. Come on.
1: It, it, on. too cool for school.
2: It's, I got a teenager. There's too. My, What's up, kid? Yeah, there's my son, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like all teenagers are just like that, huh? Just whatever. absolutely.
2: <laughs> Facing the phone. You know, yeah. got up and, you know, has a list of things to do, which is perfectly fine. And
1: uh, he's yeah. a great guy. And he just kicked, and he just kicked me. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him you'll shut that phone off. You'll get him there. Mr. Foster said the phone's going. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's all good. No problem. Well, hey, thank you for your support, man.
2: No worries. Appreciate you. Great on the love Absolutely. listening to you. And uh, thank you so much. Take care of yourself and hope your family stays well down there in uh, Tennessee.
1: Yes, sir. Same for you. Have a great, Have a great summer. Day. You too.
2: <laughs> nice to
1: meet you. That was awesome. See anybody can pop in on the show, guys. If you go, go down there before DK gets on and harass him. Okay, this is what we do on this show. I don't want to say it's for the people, but it really is for the people. DK, <laughs> can we say that?
0: Way. It is uh, in a this way. Is an- this is an active subscriber zone here, and they all want Hey Moan. Uh, two other gentlemen just walk by on the sidewalk, and they go, are you doing the Moan show? And I go, yeah, <laughs> we're doing the Moan show. I got to get back in there. Yeah. That's just part of the fun down here. All right, Moan, let's do it again next week. Well, let's rock out, D.K.